Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome back to the admissions department podcast for Boise Bible College. We like to call it Let's Admit It. Uh, So my name is Michael Gritton. I'm your your host. And uh, today I am joined by um, our illustrious English professor, Rebecca (laughs) Hasegawa. Rebecca, how are you? Hello, I'm I'm doing pretty well. Doing well. Um, those listening might notice a little something something about our audio quality today. Uh, we are doing this via Zoom, um, so I uh, thought is that is why the audio quality is hopefully not terribly different, but it's probably gonna sound a little bit different. So, um, Rebecca, just want to jump in, uh, folks listening. Um, this is Rebecca's second time with us believe you are number two, maybe three of our repeat guests. Um, oh. But those of you who want to get to know Rebecca a little bit better, I would encourage you to go back and listen to her first podcast. It was one of the earlier ones. Uh, we, we asked her a few uh, get to know you questions. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. Today, we are going to focus in on our subject, which to be totally straightforward, pretty simple, is just how to write an essay. Um, <laughs> obviously, obviously, you get into you get into higher education, and uh, suddenly your writing becomes a lot more important. Um, we at the college, you know, we have a an essay as a part of our admissions process. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit into the episode. But uh, Rebecca, first and foremost, I just want to jump right into it um, by first establishing your uh, expertise on this subject. So uh, tell me, tell the people listening, how long have you personally uh, taught people how to write essays, graded essays, uh, you know, been in that, been in that world? How long? Yeah. Um, I've been in this world of teaching English at a college level for six years. This is my sixth year. So, Um, and it doesn't sound like that long, but I actually, kind of did a quick run of the numbers and that totals out to thousands of papers that I've graded. Thousands (laughs) Um, of papers. Thousands of papers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, six years of teaching is, is a while, but it's not like the longest tenure, but I've graded enough papers to know what, what's good and what's not good. (laughs) Right. Right. Which is what we're after. So having said that um, (laughs) in my brain, there is, this ethereal, uh, maybe unattainable, perfect essay, like the perfect paper, like <laughs> flawless. You know, I I started running slides at church recently, and I told myself that I was going to be the first person to run slides at church and never make a mistake, like never do the, you know, I accidentally pressed the slide forward too many times. Now I have to kind of jump back and everyone kind of looks back at me like I'm an idiot. Didn't work out. Totally, totally failed. Um, So does that exist in, in your world, in the writing world, that perfect paper? And if so, what does that look like to you? Yeah. Well, (laughs) I have never, ever graded a perfect 
paper in, at the college level for sure. Um, there's hope. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's hope for you, Mike, to, to write the first perfect <laughs> paper. Um, I might get the gold medal. Yeah, yeah. Certainly there are professional essays that I've read that come near to perfection, but I don't think perfection is attainable in any human level, I guess. But mm. um, if there was like advice that I would give on writing a great essay, like one that's worth reading a second time, even, even a college admissions essay, um, I would say the two, the two elements that are necessary, absolutely necessary in order for a great essays are fascinating ideas and compelling writing. Um, mm. Those two things are what make reading enjoyable. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, and so great essays are enjoyable, are enjoyable to read. And so sure. if the essay is, has clear and compelling writing, but nothing interesting to offer in its message, then it's just a technical accomplishment. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah, really yeah, yeah. going to provoke change or interest or anything like that. And likewise, if an essay has really interesting ideas, but it's trapped in this kind of cloud of vague, uncommunicative writing, then it's a pointless essay because your great ideas aren't coming through. So mm. you need both. And there, I mean, I don't read a lot of college admissions essays because I'm not in the admissions department. Um, sure. But I would imagine that there are some that cross your desk that are really interesting because the person's life is interesting and, and they even write in such a way that's interesting. And then there are others that are kind of just boring to read. <laughs> it's just kind of like the run well, of the mill, like I've read this before, kind of a trite yeah. and cliche essay, you know. Sure. Um, so, but I don't know. Yeah. That would be my well, that advice. actually, that's a, that's a, a very wonderful uh, segue into what we as an admissions department are really looking for in our essays, um, which uh, I speak now to you, oh, oh, listener, um, that when we're when, when we're looking, what we're looking for in our college essays is not, you know, we're not trying, we're not, we're, we're not, what we're not looking for, I'll start with that, what we're not looking for is for you to persuade us that, that you are, you know, the second coming of Apostle Paul, you know? Um, we're not looking for you to convince us that Bible college isn't necessarily even something that you need because, man, you've already got all of this stuff figured out already. Um, what we're looking for is your story. You know, we're looking for, we are looking for the, the you that can fit into three to 600 words, you know, and that, that consists of a number of different things, um, you know, a number of different questions that we ask. Uh, and when I say a number, it's four, it's four <laughs> questions. Um, it's, you know, how, how and why did you become a Christian? You know, what is your present relationship with Christ? Who is the most significant person in that, you know, Christian maturation process? And then also what are your goals for attending Boise Bible College? Very, very open-ended. Uh, and we do that by intention because, uh, in a way, yes, it is an opportunity for us to get an idea of like the, the, if I can say writing prowess of you as an applicant, but also it's just an opportunity for us to get to know you. Um, so having said that, oh, listener, just give us an idea of who you are. Um, so <clears throat> that's just my, that's just my little, <laughs> me getting on my soapbox. Yeah. That's very um, helpful. That's very helpful. Now, Rebecca, um, since we kind of guide us back to that 
sort of ethereal paper. Um, so you 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 talked about the. Well, I'm sorry. You mentioned two specific things that you look for in good writing. One of them was uh, compelling ideas. What was the second one? Clear writing. Clear writing. So yeah. Um, I'm gonna have Rebecca. I'm gonna have you um, right before right before we got started. I asked you, and you said that this is your you've been you've been teaching today already, and so. Um, I'm going to have you, uh, teach again for just a moment. Um, (laughs) what, uh, how does, how does a person improve writing? You know, how does someone improve the, the, the clear ideas and the, the compelling writing style? How does someone improve that? Yeah. In my opinion, anybody can improve their writing and, um, but you have to want to improve your writing. I think that's the big thing. I think sometimes, when students come to me and ask, Hey, can you help me with their writing? They're not really, they're wanting just a silver bullet. You know, they're wanting, yeah. they're wanting the, the quick fix. And um, certainly there, if you're wanting a quick fix in improving your writing, then turn to software programs like Grammarly, you know, that will mm. point out what's technically wrong and what's not communicating well. But if you're legitimately wanting to improve your style and your ideas and just overall become a better writer, the best way to do it um, is to read, read Hmm. great writing. Um, Okay. Read award-winning writing, like whether it's fiction or nonfiction, essays, news articles, you know, short stories, novels, like just read um, because the, then it fills you up with, with a plethora of, ideas that are outside of your own box of ideas and and it will expose you to the technicals you know they'll kind of intuitively find their way into your own writing so this is what i would do if, if you want a little like homework session <laughs> or like you know little little <laughs> assignment me, yeah. this is the assignment is to go out there and find uh find a great award-winning essay written online somewhere i'm sure you could google mm-hmm. award-winning essays and find something um, read it and then experiment with replicating the writing styles you just read. So find something about that essay that was really interesting and compelling to you and try to replicate it in your own, with your own content, kind of like my mm. monkey see monkey do. Sure. Um, if you keep on kind of practicing that, even with just like little sentences um, and, or paragraphs and over time, the intuitive stylistic elements of great writing will find their way into your own unique style. Mm. Um, and this is not just an idea that I came up with. This is actually like advice from like Stephen King <laughs> and like, <laughs> like great yeah. writers, you know, writers that are like professional writers. Um, this is how they usually get their start is because they're as, as kids, even they're reading and even just reading comic books and then they start kind of mimicking what they're reading and then it becomes your own, own thing over time. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's what really uh, can hone your skill as, as a hmm. writer. So. I know that you, that was, you know, the, the quote unquote homework session. Um, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just curious. Um, do you have an author that you, when someone asks you, uh, who would you recommend I start out with in that 
exercise? Do you have an author that you usually point to like mm. first and foremost or I'm just curious? I don't, to be honest. Um, there's just so many good writers out there and, mm. um, and so many good short stories to start with and, uh, you know, or, or fictional stories or essays. Sure. Um, but Actually, a resource that I would recommend, a book that I would recommend if you're wanting to improve your writing and just learn about writing in general is a non is like one of the only nonfiction books that Stephen King, I'm not a big Stephen King fan, by the way, <laughs> but um, I've, I mentioned him twice. It sounds like I'm a fanatic, but I'm really not. Um, so it's like the only nonfiction book that he's written and it's, it's creatively titled on writing. <laughs> it's not oh, a very really? good title. Yeah. Stephen King's On Writing is the title of the book. Um, but the book itself is far from boring. It is mm. incredibly compelling and it's about writing. So he he writes it with so much candor and humanity and storytelling. And by the end of that book, he's he's given you just by sharing his experiences as a writer, mm. he just gives you so much to think about in terms of how to improve your own writing. Um, by telling his own story about how he became a writer. Yeah. Um, and that's an excellent book to start with. It will not bore you, I promise. Um, <laughs> I I was sucked into it for like a whole afternoon. And I'm not oh, like, gosh. that's not really what I do. You know, when I read, yeah. I read like, you know, a, f a chapter or two at a time. But when I read Stephen King's On Writing, I was like sitting in my armchair five hours later, <laughs> like just enraptured. I'm just, yeah, I'm imagining you just sitting in like this high back leather chair by the <laughs> fireplace, wearing a smoking jacket and reading this book for five hours. Yeah, that's exactly the image, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I would recommend that one uh, to, as, a, as a resource to start kind of maybe even mimicking some of some of his own yeah. candor and style and, and whatnot. Um, because if you read the great writers, you know, like Hemingway or Fitzgerald or Faulkner, mm. if you read them, they break the rules, but they can yeah. break the rules because they know the rules and they know how to bend the rules to make great writing. Yeah. Um, and so you really, you know, you it's, it's one of those kind of cliches, but if you want to be a great writer, you know, then you have to learn the basics, but you can learn them in a creative way creative way so right yeah but you're but you also say that you know even if you're sitting at the feet of all these great writers these masters uh that finding a style that works for you and that you can that you can mold to your mm -hmm. own personal needs is something that's going to take some time yeah right? oh yeah. yeah yeah it doesn't you don't learn great writing over over overnight um mm -hmm. And the only reason why I'm as good as a writer, I don't consider myself a great writer, but I'm a, I'm a good writer. And, um, and it started when I was a small child because yeah. my mom, you know, would take the time to like challenge my writing and critique my writing. Like I'm like a, in fifth <laughs> grade, you know, writing like my yeah. first essay and she's, you know, critiquing my writing, but that's exactly what you need. If you want to be great is you need the feedback you need. Right. And, and, and reading the work of great writers can actually inadvertently critique you because they're, they're doing what works. And if you reread your own stuff, you're like, oh, I, I see now why my stuff doesn't work. <laughs> mm. So let me, let me adjust accordingly. Um, yeah. And then getting, you know, advice and uh, feedback from others in, in your life is helpful as well. Right. Just as a good like life rule of 
seek wisdom <laughs> from other people so you become a better person is generally good a good way to live so yeah uh our our podcast editor usually has like little snippets um that she'll post on social media to kind of like get people interested that's the well you just said that's the snippet i think that was good <laughs> i like that that was good um to to our <clears throat> to our listener um i want to i want to take a moment i like to i like to think that i'm a fairly like open person with uh with my failings um and so i wanted to offer this to you um if you are in a situation where you feel like um man i'm not that good of a writer you know never been that good like essay sections are my phobia um i get it so i just want to say really fast i want to echo what rebecca has said so far that you know the the growth cycle takes some time um my very first paper in college it was a sort of very interesting paper i'm not going to say who the professor was um but it was an interesting paper because it was a you got the choice it was about the prophet jeremiah and you could do a fiction or a non-fiction you know you could do a uh a, a non-fiction uh you know essay on like here's all the facts and what we know about the prophet Jeremiah, or you could do nonfiction and make it into a story. I'm like, I'm at the time I thought I was a pretty good writer. And so I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the, the non nonfiction one or sorry, the fiction one. I get those two mixed up all the time, but um, I got the paper back and I got a 7%, seven out of 100 is what I got. On oh that my paper. word. Wow. First paper out of first paper out of high school. And, uh, it was awful. It was awful. Um, but fast forward four years, you know, four years of uh, keeping my chin to the grindstone of, of growth and of writing. And again, I need to stress, I'm saying this as encouragement. Four years, my final college paper, I got a 93%, which is awesome mm. because first time I only got seven points. And the last time I only missed seven points. Yes. Poetic justice. Yes. Um, but if, if, yeah, for those, for those people who, uh, you know, struggle with writing, um, you know, you can grow. There is, I joked about it earlier, but there's hope. Um, so Rebecca, similar final question as our first one S- listeners. This is going to be a similar final question as you've heard a half dozen times now, um, I want you to imagine that you've got a, a high school student who's standing in front of you who is questioning their ability to move forward into higher education. Uh, what encouragement would you give to that person? Yeah, I would encourage, I would encourage you it, with the, okay. So I'm assuming that you are a person who actually wants to finish college and wants to, to do a decent job with college um, because in order to improve, you have to want to improve. I think I mentioned that mm. earlier. Um, and students who don't want to improve don't, <laughs> they just don't improve and yeah. they end up not finishing their college career. Uh, but if you're one of those people who's like committed to finishing um, and committed to finding ways of improving your grades, then this is the advice that I would give to you is, is actually like, do, do the work of learning and understanding the material you're covering in class. Hmm. If, if you can actually learn it and understand it, 
one, it, you'll, your test scores will improve. And so that's helpful <laughs> for, for finishing college. <laughs> but since we're talking about writing, um, since we're talking about writing, the learning and understanding the material of class will help your writing improve too, because you'll, you'll know what you're talking about. Uh, so your mm -hmm. writing will be more clear. Um, you'll have a better idea of where to go to do research and how to support the ideas in your papers. Um, and so one, to kind of summarize all that, you have to want to improve <laughs> and, and you do that by really taking the time to learn and understand what your, what your class is delivering to you so that it bleeds into your testing and bleeds into your writing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just take it all in. Take it in, like it. soak it up. I like it. All right. Well, um, Rebecca, that is all the time we have today for uh, this episode. Um, so thank you very much for being a part of this again. Absolutely. Uh, we look forward to next semester when uh, we'll have you on again. And that time, if, if all, if you know, the, the Lord wills it, uh, we'll have a little bit more of a uh, in-depth get to know you with Rebecca Hasegawa. So um Cool. Well, hey, uh, listeners, next week, I uh, got a little bit of a treat for you because, fun fact, uh, I'm an admissions counselor here at the college, but I am not the only admissions counselor here at the college. So um, about half of you listening, uh, this is the only medium that you know me through um, because you are in touch with a gentleman by the name of Logan Steinbaugh. So next week, we're going to have Logan on and you can uh, you can hear his, his voice uh, for a little bit. So um, Rebecca, again, thank you so much. And uh, listeners, I look forward to hearing from you next week. <laughs>